Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, conveys the difference between knowledge gained through a relationship with Christ and knowledge gained from human efforts. God wants to give us knowledge, but if we are not careful, our desire for knowledge will result in the same separation that Adam and Eve experienced. Philippians 4 6 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I bless, you know, what the Lord is speaking to us. The Lord's Prayer is like, give us today our daily bread. And we, of course, we relate to our daily needs. <laughs> He said, I am the Bread that came down from heaven. And so I think that the prayer is give us today my daily portion of my relationship with Jesus Christ. Give me today what I need from you, Lord. It's almost easy to concentrate on all the daily needs. You know, oh, we need finances. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to solve problems in our relationships. We need to. I wish I could drop everything else and I just, I'm, I'm going to just wait for this anointing. Because otherwise, I'm just asking for answers apart from this daily relationship with the Lord. You know, and I, I was catching myself this week, like, uh, I, you know, what about this? Why, you know, is this working? Is this working? You know, and then people are asking this, and we need to counsel with people. And I'm going, like, we all need our daily bread. We all need to go before the Father, we all need to go deeper. You know, we, have, we all have, you know, you're, if you're a parent, you need the Lord to help you raise your children. If you're married, if you work for somebody else, you know, if you have a business, and we bless the kingdom businesses, we bless, you know, but we all live busy lives. But I think that the main thing to me is really that it's like we need to go back. And understand that some of the, the, the things that we are going through is just, it goes back to that separation. And only getting back into this relationship with the Lord will solve everything that we were looking for. Seek first the kingdom, right? And what is the kingdom? The kingdom is a relationship. And I was thinking about that and thinking about what happened in the Garden of Eden with. Adam and Eve, right? And I'm going to go to Genesis 2 15. Then the Lord took, God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, From any tree of the garden 
you may eat freely. But from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat from it, you shall surely die. And I was thinking about my need, my constant need to reason everything, to apply my knowledge. I want that knowledge. I want that fruit of the tree of knowledge. I want to know everything. And then I, I started thinking, it's like, do, what do you want? Do you want knowledge or the relationship? Because before they had the knowledge, they had the relationship. They were like naive, like little children. They were just relating to their father. But once they got that knowledge, they lost the relationship. Genesis 3, verse 2. And the woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat. But from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it from it or touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, You surely shall not die. For God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. God is the one that needs to know good and evil. And then it was that tendency of the human mind to become like God and to know everything and to understand everything and to be able to reason everything that brought this separation. Then I found this paragraph from John this week called Reason or Revelation. The minute that the devil could succeed in getting the woman to analyze things from the natural realm, he had her beat. And he will have you beat the minute that he gets you to shift from what God says to your heart to something else. To take a look, to analyze it, to look it over, to reason it out of the natural realm. And I was Catching myself how many times I'm trying to reason things out, reason the problems, reason the circumstances. Is, what, are, what about the word? Is there a word? Is this the house of the prophet? What about this? Do you ever do that? If it's the word of God, why is it taking so long? Where, what, you know, where, where are the finances? Where are the people? Where? And then you start looking and, and comparing the word with your circumstances. And then you start getting to the knowledge and you forget the revelation. <laughs> you forget the word. And the third anointing is what? It's a deeper relationship with the word. So I'm, I'm repenting. <laughs> repenting of worshiping my mind and my way of understanding and my knowledge ahead of what God said in the first place. Let's go to Ephesians 3.14. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, 
that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with the power through his spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend, understand, gain knowledge with all the saints, what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up with all the fullness of God. I think God intended to, at one point, give them the knowledge. But it's always a matter of the right time. It's always a matter of being obedient and walking the light that you have today and not worrying about tomorrow. You know, but to know the love of Christ, He wants us to know. He wants us to understand. 1 Corinthians 2.16, I have a lot of passages here. For who has known the mind of the Lord? that he should instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Give us today our daily bread. Give us today the mind of Christ that we need to appropriate for today. 2 Corinthians 3, 14 to 16, their minds were hardened. For until this very day, at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because it is removed in Christ. Again, you need Christ to get the knowledge and to get the understanding that we need today. Give us today our daily bread. But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their heart. But whenever a man turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. The knowledge only comes through this relationship. But I'm afraid, lest as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your minds should be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. 2 Corinthians 11.3 That's the beautiful to me. It's like your, that your mind should be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. Is this helping anybody here? Another good one. Look at this. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God. Oh, how who needs peace here? Okay, so listen to this. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, <laughs> shall guard your hearts and your mind, where? In Christ Jesus. Give us today our daily bread. Where is your sustenance going to come from? Where are your answers going to come from? Where is everything that you need? (laughs) 
And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I want to bless us with that. With a peace that surpasses understanding, that guards our hearts and our minds. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, and if anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. The things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And the God of peace shall be with you. Three more. Is that okay? Ephesians 4, 23, 24. These are awesome passages to memorize, to meditate. Ephesians 4, 23 and 24. And that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. I didn't include here, but we all know that, right? Romans 12, should be not conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But it is on this basis here, the spirit of your mind, that you put on the new self, you put on the minor Christ. We have the minor Christ. Titus. 3, 5, and 6. He saved us, not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to His mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior. And do not be conformed to the, this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. I bless us. Remember when Christ was going to Jerusalem, he initiated something of the fulfillment of a prophecy. When he told his disciples to go get the donkey. Remember that? And then he started walking into Jerusalem and people, oh, king of Israel. He's like, let's install him as king right now. But he knew it was not the right time yet. But he initiated the fulfillment of a prophecy from Zechariah, I think. And he was saying, we... Our lifestyle is the fulfillment of the prophecies. When we come and worship, when we live as a prophetic community, when we relate according to what the Word is saying, we are becoming the fulfillment of the prophecies. We are becoming living prophecies. And I think that we need all of this to help us guard our hearts and minds. Because a lot of times it's not, you know, if you would reason with Christ, but you're not going to be, you're going to be crucified. You're not going to be a king. But he didn't matter. Like, I'm going to 
I'm going to initiate. And even if it's not for right now, I'm still, I'm going to walk in the Word. I'm going to apply the Word in my life, in everything that I do. And I bless this for us. It's awesome, you know, when we, we, we see the Lord moving and the Lord blessing people and the Lord changing circumstances and situations. And of course, we, we see all the other ones that still need that, the same thing. But I bless our thankfulness. I bless our, our worship. You know, thank you for one another. Thank you for this body of people. Thank you for health. You know, for the blessings, for this street, for the, the vision that we have. And then you, you just keep going on and on and on. And I think that that's way better place to start in our intercession. Because we, we come and we start thanking him. And we, we come and we enter into his peace. And then he can give us the knowledge. He can give us the understanding. So we bless this. You know, we bless, and bless we, like I said, we bless the kingdom businesses. You know, we bless the finances. We bless our daily lives. But we bless also that, you know, everything that God is doing is trying to get our attention. Yeah. He's trying to get us to reach out to him and, and see what will really feed us. What feeds us is not the daily needs, the daily answers, but it is this daily bread, daily partaking of Jesus Christ in our lives. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. We bless this. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.